0: Thank you for joining us at the Roundtable, brought to you by Community Education Arts, a nonprofit organization based in Noblesville, Indiana. I'm Alice Cavanaugh-Scober, President of CE Arts, and I'm Sarah E. Morin, Secretary of CE Arts. Let's sit down at the, the Roundtable. Table.
1: Welcome back as we continue our interview with writer and artist, Alice Gavanis-Gober.
0: We've jumped a little bit into the fact that this book particularly is so influenced by the pandemic and how it affected you emotionally Mm -hmm. and as a person. Mm -hmm. How do you think it affected you when it comes to the nuts and bolts of writing and creating art?
1: Well, I think the biggest challenge and one of the reasons the book is so small uh, and i mean in, you know in quantity of poetry and artwork is because the pandemic and the isolation you know you would think and i know a lot of artists have said this you would think with all that time on my hands i would have been so prolific i mean back in the day before covid 19 it wasn't be not unusual for me to be working on seven seven paintings at one time writing seven or eight poems a day you know in between doing everything else i was doing before the pandemic you know pandemic hits I have all this time on my hands and I I was again I I had no inspiration I just was like what I've got nothing to say because I'm just scared I'm sad I miss my family I miss my grandson I was you know because before the pandemic I was taking care of him Monday through Friday while his parents were at work I had him all day long from the time he was born and you know he turns a year old and suddenly he's just not here you know I mean I was grieving in a way if if, if you come to think of it Mm -hmm. I just realized that, (laughs) you know. So, I mean, there was just something stultifying creatively about the way I was handling the pandemic. And so um, finding words to express the feelings, the emotions that I was going through. Early on in the pandemic, a little bit later, at any time in that 404 days, finding words was challenging. And I would jot down a line or a, what I would call a draft of a poem, which in the past, I have drafts. I just wrote poetry. I didn't go back and change them. <laughs> it was just like they were done. Very rarely would I rewrite a poem, you know. I was finding myself working on the poems, working on paintings. I would do literally i paint in layers i've always painted in layers and i always think of it as the farthest away is what i paint first and mm-hmm. then i come forward because that's the only way i know how to paint as a self-taught artist things in the foreground should be painted last <laughs> you know? and i i would put down one color and three weeks later then put down whatever the next color. I mean, it was taking me forever to paint a painting. It was crazy. I still have paintings on my easel. I have two stacked paintings on my easels that aren't done. You know, it's just crazy. So um, I think the biggest challenge that's different from the previous books was just the work involved. It wasn't easy. I mean, always before, paintings and poetry and writing just flowed. It just, I would get inspired and... (laughs) or you know type, type 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 done this was not like that this was work it was weird and work is a weird word that effort this was effort this was searching searching for the right words searching for the right images to put on canvas and and to take an image from my brain and have it go from you know out my hand onto canvas has always been a problem for me that's always difficult because i'm not technically the kind of painter that can just paint what i see easily i have to from my brain to my hand to the canvas, it goes through some sort of permutation of what I see to what I'm actually able to execute, <laughs> you know, technically. So all of that just got harder in a way. Does that make sense? I'm not sure.
0: No, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I have that same where I have like in music, particularly, I'm like, I know what I want it to sound like, mm-hmm. but where are the notes? Yeah. What are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> How come I can't just make that go boom? <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think with... For me, the, the the painting thing is one thing. The challenges was that is one thing because I've always been sort of challenged as an artist, like I said, being self-taught, the challenge to execute what I want to put on canvas has sometimes always been a challenge. But the past the past, you know, for this book, the stuff that I created during that four hundred and four days, it was even more so. But I think the bigger challenge was writing to find not cliched phrases or to use cliched phrases in a way that worked you mm-hmm. know to to you know the dark and stormy night well how else can I say a dark and stormy night you know what you know what you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that became more of a challenge than it was before COVID-19 To find the words to express what I wanted to say in a, in a way that other people could relate to. Because I knew this book was, I knew this was going to be a book. These weren't just poems I was writing for myself. They were, but I also knew it was going to be volume four. Mm-hmm. You know, in my draft document on word document said Naked and Wonderland volume four. I knew what I was working on, you know. <laughs> so the subtitle took a while to come to, but, you know. Um, so anyway, it, was, it that was the biggest challenge, I think. The big big. More so than even writing through the grief of losing both of my parents mm. um, through two different prior volumes, that it was hard to find those words sometimes. But this mm-hmm. was different. This was harder because I just didn't want every poem to sound maudlin. You know, I sure don't, that that word just kept. You know, I don't want it to sound like I'm just poor me. You know, so that was a big challenge.
0: Sure um i would love for you to read a selection or two or three okay uh, from volume four all right well um i have
1: some flagged and i was trying to find ones that weren't too horrible (laughs) um let's see this one or that one i wanted to find you know at least one that was sort of from the beginning um this is this is one i call sleepless in quarantine in a whirlpool of darkness swirling a composition mired in this odd exhaustion born of terror and tedium and turmoil birthed by discord and doubt and the paralyzing grip of cognitive repetition this is life and death this is life or death this is life and death this is life or death like floodwaters creeping up and seeping in or a chalice of desolation overflowing becomes an eerie blurring cacophony. This nocturne's dissonant notes pound out isolation's senseless lonesomeness echoing within this chasm of ever deepening emptiness and sleep eludes. That's kind of maudlin, but I can't tell you how many sleepless nights and that this is life and death, this is life or death, that's mm-hmm. what COVID-19 was. It was like, if I break my isolation, I could die. I mean, this was just sleepless in quarantine. I mean,
0: you know. I think it's extremely relatable, that ruminating. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of us were very worried. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of it keeping us up at night and echoing. And I love mm-hmm. that distinction you're making, the and to the or to the mm-hmm. and to
1: I know. Because that's, an. I mean, it's an important difference. Mm -hmm. I mean, but what I was really trying to do with this poem is, if you take out that idea of COVID-19, and maybe the life and death part, I don't know, um, I, I hoped that people could relate to this in any kind of sleepless night, you know, whatever you're going through, if it's causing you to have sleeplessness. The, the rest of the poem is about how that feels and, and that kind of just flowing crazy thought, you know, just becomes this, 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 and this, and this. And, and so that's what I was going for with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Coming up, the next part of our interview with artist and writer Alice kavanis
0: This has been At the Roundtable with Alice and Sarah E. of Community Education Arts. Our nonprofit organization is based in Noblesville, Indiana. You can find us online at cearts.org. We'd like to thank James Weston for writing our intro music and for his technical savvy. Join us next time At At the Roundtable. Roundtable.